Good morning. This is Dr. Pauline Hughes in Spiritual Mind, Spiritual You, and happy, wonderful Good Friday to you. And my guest today, we're going to talk about um, what happened for us, you know, many, many, many years, many years ago um, in this same symbolic weekend, you know, what was sacrificed for us? What what brings us to this place of freedom and um, righteousness in our King? So after I do a little bit of housekeeping, I'm going to introduce my guest to you, Dr. Terry Bailey out of Greenwood, South Carolina, which is just an awesome teacher in the Lord, and he's going to really break it down to us about what we are celebrating in this weekend. Not, you know, granted, you know, we have our Easter egg hunts and different things like that, but it's bigger than that. So let me read my foundation of scripture, and then we will get on board with our teaching this morning. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to, you will be able to test and approve what is God's will, his good and pleasing and perfect will. So let's um, think about how we're going to renew our mind this weekend. I mean, you can renew your mind right now uh, to think about what God has did for you and to apply your life to what God has did for you. So this morning, I want to introduce to many of my radio listeners all over the world and, and in the CSRA, Dr. Terry Bailey of Greenwood, South Carolina. Good morning, Dr. Bailey. Good morning, Dr. Pauline Hughes. How are you? I am doing wonderful. I'm so glad that you um, decided to come on board with me. I was I was kind of scratching there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, what an honor it is always to be part of this broadcast, and we love and appreciate you and Ronnie, and we're looking forward to Holy Spirit refreshing. I'll just give a little plug here. Nice. Uh, this is my fifth one that I'll be part of. I'll be there and be part of the team. And There's a lot of ministry that takes place, a lot of healing that takes place. You're not only refreshed, but you can leave there transformed and changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And Dr. Bailey, I took, um, you know, of course, you know, this is the Jewish calendar, the year of the open door. But Dr. Terry Bailey is going to be teaching on the year of the open door. You don't want to miss this word. Uh, Dr. Bailey, you want to plug in a little bit about your about your word that you're going to give us? Well, First Corinthians 16, 9, for a great and effective door has been opened to us, but there are many adversaries, is our theme verse for this year. It, it is the year uh, to move through the door or the gate. Do- doors and gates can be used interchangeably. I believe doors represent opportunities, and I'll talk about some of the things that doors represent in Scripture to us uh, at, the, at the conference, but I believe gates represent territories. Hallelujah. And in this season, God is moving us into opportunities that will open up territories. We've not been this way before, Joshua 3, 4 says. God has something specifically powerful for the body of Christ in the coming days. We've entered into, I don't know that we've entered into a new season. I think we've entered into a new era or a new mm. day. Mm. And we are going to do exploits in these last days mm-hmm. and see miracles in these mm-hmm. last days. Mm-hmm. Like we have believed for and we've heard them promised, mm-hmm. but we've yet to see them. But this is the season where God is opening the door to those things. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Bailey, I, you know, I just want the listeners to know, I mean, if you have never been in the glory of God, this is a conference you do not want to miss. <laughs> I mean, God's glory, he meets us at the door, literally. He really does. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And it's just like you said um, on our interview a couple of weeks ago, it's, it's really not a conference. It's an experience. That's right. It's an encounter with God. And, you know, there are multiple conferences that you can uh, attend throughout America. Uh, You know, how to grow your church, uh, uh, how to prosper. There are all kinds of conferences. And I'm not saying those are are right or wrong. I'm just 
saying that there's a lot to choose from in this nation, but there are very few conferences that I know of where you can come and just meet with the precious third person of the Trinity mm. and allow him to do a deep work on the inside of you. So people need healing in all kinds of areas of their life. They need healing emotionally. They need healing physically. They need healing for broken uh, hearts. They need healing, uh, deep inner healing. And, and that happens when you're in his presence. Yes. There's something powerful and healing about the presence of God. Amen. Uh, I had a gentleman that I pastored many years ago, and he came to me. He lost his wife, and he came to me right when I came to that church. And he said, I just want to die. I just don't want to live any longer. I don't have any reason to live. I've lost my wife, and I don't have any reason to live. I said, no, we're not going to die. We're going to live. Mm-hmm. You're going to live and declare the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And every service that he was a part of that I was in, I made sure that he was prayed for and ministered to. And he would he would lay out under the power of the Holy Spirit. And I watched the Spirit of God bring healing in his life. And it was those encounters with God that changed his perspective from wanting to die and not wanting to live to want to live. Amen. I've seen that many times. And that's what can happen at the Holy Spirit Refreshing Conference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it can be just a beginning of, yes. uh, of what God is going to continue to do in that's your right. life. So that's I'd right. encourage people to register, and I would encourage people to make it a priority. That's right. And, and you know, I, I like what you said. I guess it was probably two years ago that you said that people would come from all over the world to question me about how do how does the Holy Spirit come? How how, how do we get Him uh, to do what He does? And, and 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 I have never forgotten that that prophetic yes. word. And and I'm gonna tell you, even on our midnight calls now, um, He's showing up the same way. I mean, it's it's just isn't it? I mean, I'm I'm at all, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Amen. at all. I'm at all, you know, to 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 wake up in the morning at at three and four o'clock, and it, it literally it, it feels like he's standing over you and he's waiting, you know, and wow. and th- and this is why we cannot miss opportunities to pray, and and this is what I'm going to be talking about a lot at the conference. I'm going to be talking about truth and prayer, because you're yes. not going nowhere without both of those things working <laughs> in your life, truth and prayer, because nothing happens, Doctor Bailey, without prayer. That's true. That's true. I, I think when we get to heaven, we're going to be surprised at how little use we made of prayer mm-hmm. and what we miss. The Bible says we have not because mm-hmm. we ask not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And listen, we serve a big God. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not a minuscule God. He's mm-hmm. not a small Savior. Mm-hmm. He's a big, big God. Mm-hmm. He framed the worlds that we live in. He puts breath into our bodies. Mm-hmm. He can he can handle our request, mm-hmm. and we need to make our petitions big in this mm-hmm. season, and believe God for big things. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says that that we simply all, all we have to do is pray in faith and yes. believe, yes. and He'll answer the prayers, the sincere yes. prayers prayed in faith according to His Word. He'll answer those prayers for His people. Amen. So we need to take those things we're struggling with today, those things we're worrying over today, those things that we can't. We feel like we can't change today. And we may, instead of talking to them about all of our friends and and rehearsing all of those things, why don't we take those things to God in prayer and exercise faith and believe that God will intervene in those circumstances in our life? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Dr. Bailey, I hear so many people say, you know, it don't take all of that. You know, there are some days, some nights I lay in prayer all night. And there are some days I get up and I and I pray the fourth watch. And there are some nights, you know, I do the midnight. And people say, oh, don't take all that. But let me tell you something. When you're in prayer, you put everything on the run. You're putting the enemy on the run, and you're putting angels on the run chasing them. 
out of your life. And well, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know how people make it without prayer. Yes, 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 yes. I, I think, I, I think, um, Dr. Bailey, that, that I think that the gospel has been made so difficult. You right. Know, I think it's been made so difficult. And, and, and Christianity is a movement, a process in movement. You know, it's like you don't give a baby a steak when it comes out of the mother's womb. And so many times when people come into Christianity, they're watching everything outside of them. And, and many times, I don't think that the leader does it intentionally, but they want them to engage and be so much outside of themselves. They're not teaching them that you're going to have to minister to the one that came inside of you. And let right. that let let that Trinity that's on the inside of you draw you and grow you from the inside out. You know, thank God for the for the generals that's on the outside of me. But I have to do what I can obtain versus on the one that I gave my life to. And he's forever speaking. So we don't need to make the outside ministry so big, trying to teach everybody how to walk in the ministry outside. And we haven't taught them how to minister from the how to walk in the ministry from within. Well, ministry begins to the Lord, Mm -hmm. not to others. Mm -hmm. And the Bible talks about that. But you talked about the simplicity of the gospel, 2 Corinthians 11, 3. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. But I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Mm -hmm. We don't need to make it more complicated than it is. Mm -hmm. And all ministry flows out of your own experience and it flows out of your anointing that God has given to you. And that anointing is is cultivated in the prayer closet. It is cultivated through our experiences and our, our trials and our walk with God. And it, it, see, prayer is about relationship. Mm-hmm. Everything in Christianity is about our relationship with God. Christianity is not coming and saying a, a sinner's prayer. And I believe in the sinner's prayer. Don't misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. And signing your name on a church roll, saying I'm a church member now, I'm fit for heaven, mm-hmm. so I don't really have to do anything mm-hmm. else. And what we've taught people to do is pray, pay, and stay. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is help people understand who they are in Christ. Right. Now, I've been married. I, last Sunday, we celebrated 30 years of of of, of marriage, Beth and I. Hooray! What what a <laughs> blessing! that has been yes. to be married to this beautiful lady that mm-hmm. loves the Lord with her whole heart and loves me with her whole heart. Mm-hmm. And what an honor that has been in my life and what a blessing God brought into my life when he brought her into my life. But we don't, we don't get to know each other by living on two different continents. <laughs> we don't get to know each other, you know, by living in separate houses. Mm-hmm. We have relationship. <clears throat> we, we talk, we converse, we communicate. It's the same in your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. If prayer is your emergency uh, parachute, if mm-hmm. it's your if it's your last resort and mm-hmm. not your first resort, mm-hmm. then you're not seeking first the kingdom of God, and you're missing the very fact of what Jesus died for. That's right. He died to reestablish the relationship that had been lost through sin. Mm-hmm. The 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 cross was all about reestablishing the relationship. It mm-hmm. wasn't so we could have an Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. And go on spring break. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so we could hunt Easter eggs and and talk about the Easter Bunny. But it was it was for the reason of reestablishing a relationship that had been lost in the Garden of Eden, paradise lost. And Jesus came to restore that relationship. Come and on, the Pastor. Bible says He made a living yes. uh, a way that we can come boldly. Think mm-hmm. about this. 
I can't go boldly to the president of the United States. Sure can. I do. <laughs> They'll probably put me in handcuffs and take me away. I can't, I was just in England. And I didn't go boldly to the Buckingham Palace and say, I'd like to see the queen. Mm. Uh, you know, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. There's a protocol to that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. As a child of the king, I can go boldly to the throne and make my petitions known yes. and my requests known. Now, when it says you go boldly, you don't go in arrogance and pride. Right. You you don't go in, with your own with your own will. The way you go is you go based on the word. Right. You go declaring what the word says over you. Mm-hmm. See, there's that relationship. Mm-hmm. There's that prayer time. There's that spending time soaking in God's word. Mm-hmm. What does God's word say about your circumstance? Mm-hmm. What does God's word say about where you're at? Mm-hmm. Oh, Pastor, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is happening and that's happening, and the devil's raging in my life. Well, the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. The Bible said Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Mm -hmm. The Bible says we can put him under our feet. Mm -hmm. See, you take the word and you boldly use the word in prayer Mm -hmm. as a weapon. Even the prophecies, Mm -hmm. like the prophecies spoken over you about how people will come from different nations. Mm -hmm. And you take that and you use that as a weapon to pray back to the Father against the enemy. To see those promises established in your life. Yes, 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 yes. That's that's just awesome. And and Dr. Bailey, did not this celebration that we're walking into, did it not start with fellowship, Jesus breaking the bread with the disciples? That was the fellowship. And then in prayer, yes. Yes, that was on Thursday Mm -hmm, night mm -hmm. (laughs) when he sat down at the Passover Seder meal. Not only is this Easter, (laughs) but this is also Passover. Mm -hmm. Now, at the Nicene Council many years ago, they separated out the two. And, and before that, the church would celebrate Passover and Easter together. It was on the eve of Passover that he cried, it, you know, it is finished, and he mm-hmm. died. And the lamb was slain by the high priest in the mm-hmm. temple. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it, was, it was on first fruits three days later that he rose from the dead. In the in the in that Jewish feast, the feast of first fruits, mm-hmm. and he became what the Bible declares as the first fruits from the dead. But yes, you know he spent. If you read John thirteen through seventeen, mm-hmm. you see the intimate moments that he spent with his disciples, right. fellowship, and he's teaching them. He's talking to them, mm-hmm. and you know what he's teaching them about. Mm-hmm. He says it's expedient that I go away, and if I go not away, the Comforter, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, he's talking about mm-hmm. will not come. Right. So he's teaching them about how to live beyond his resurrection. Mm. See, many times when God's doing something, we can't see what he's doing. Mm. He don't say, here's all that I'm doing. <laughs> That's because we walk by faith and not by sight. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't see it all. Mm-hmm. But he said, I'm going to leave you for a little while. And then he, he tried to prepare them for what was to come. Mm-hmm. And he sat around the table, and he had that Passover Seder meal with him. And he established what we refer to as Holy Communion. Mm. And we observe communion as one of the highest forms of worship that we can participate in. You know, I'm, I'm a Pentecostal full gospel preacher, so I believe in worship. I believe in expressive worship, clapping your hands, mm. dancing before the Lord, rejoicing, shouting the praises of God. I believe in that. Yes. But I think the highest expression of worship is when we commune with God around the table. Now, communion was never meant to be just a... Uh, a perfunctory thing that we do on the first Sunday of each month. Mm-hmm. It, it has life and power in it. And it's not just a memorial. We've preached for years, well, this is a memorial. 
that represents Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And that's true. But there's life and power that's released in that time of worship when we worship the Lord. When we come, He comes to the table with us, and, and, and we partake of Him. And there's a divine transfer that takes place. That's why people can be healed at the communion. And that's what He established on that night of His death, on that Seder night before He went to His death on Friday. He he, he he communed with them, and then he led them out, the Bible said. Mm-hmm. And they went over to the Garden of Gethsemane. I've been in that beautiful garden. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And it is glorious. And there, there are trees that are there that date back the roots of them to the time of Christ. And I look at those beautiful olive trees, and they really revere in Israel the olive tree. They don't cut them down. They move them if they have to. Mm-hmm. And I think these trees have been cultivated throughout these years, and the roots of those trees were here. When Jesus was here, sweating great drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he prayed. And like many of his disciples, you know, like us at times, the disciples were weary and tired, and and they went to sleep. Now, a lot of times people will criticize that. But I think many times when you come into a a real divine encounter with God, Mm -hmm. it can really take a toll on you physically. Yes. And I think, you know, they don't know what's coming. There's there's, there's an intensity that we don't realize or understand mm-hmm. around that. But Jesus did go and say, could you not watch mm-hmm. with me one hour? Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus is saying the same thing to us today. Yes. Could you not watch with me one hour? Mm-hmm. Could you not spend time with me? And mm-hmm. I think on this Good Friday, it celebrates his death. And I love to talk about the cross mm-hmm. and preach about the cross. Yes. You know, I think about the old song, at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden Mm -hmm. of my soul rolled away. Mm -hmm. I think about that moment. I was six years old when I first encountered God. Mm -hmm. I was six years old. I was a sinner. I was estranged from God, but Jesus found me. You know, people say sometimes I found the Lord. You didn't find the Lord. The Lord found you. He wasn't lost. We were. Mm -hmm. And listen, he found me as a young boy. Mm-hmm. He redeemed me. Mm-hmm. He saved me. He changed my life. Mm-hmm. He set me on a course Glory. of destiny. Mm-hmm. And he established something in my heart. That's what Good Friday is about. Yes. That's what the cross is about. Jesus came to rescue a perishing, dying humanity, mm-hmm. not just to save us to go to heaven. Thank God for heaven. Mm-hmm. And one day we'll we'll go to heaven. Mm-hmm. But he saved us to be his children, mm-hmm. to be part of his family, to fulfill his will. Jesus said this. He said, greater works than these you shall do. I'm looking for those greater works. I'm believing for those greater works. And all of that's going to be born out of prayer. Yes. Yes, communion, fellowship, intimacy mm-hmm. with God. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dr. Bailey, you know, in, in the early morning hours, I mean, you know, you get in those times of prayer, you know, and I have to get up and go to work. <laughs> I'm telling you something. <laughs> it's hard to get out of those places sometimes. You know, I, I thank God for the job I have because if I had to hit a clock, it would be ugly, <laughs> you know. But, you know, you, you get into those places of, of just deep intimacy where God is really, um, it's like he has the spotlight on you. And he's saying mm-hmm. this and, the, and, you, and you can just kind of see the the little eraser that he erases those doubts out of you. Because he got when God looks at us, Dr. Bailey, he doesn't see doubt in us. Mm-hmm. When he looks at us, he only sees the the good that he has called forth when he when we just substance in our hand in his hands. Yes. Well, you remember Gideon was hiding in a cave in the book of Judges. 
and he was threshing wheat in a cave, hiding from the enemy, mm. full of fear, and the angel of the Lord. And when you see the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, that's Jesus. He appears to him, and he says, you mighty man of valor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think Gideon looked around to see, who is he talking to? Mm-hmm. I'm hiding in a cave. <laughs> you see, God didn't speak to his circumstance. Right. God spoke to his destiny. Right, that's right. God that's doesn't right. always speak to our circumstance. Sometimes you go before God with certain things, and, and the Lord will speak something to you concerning your destiny, concerning who you are, who you're destined to be. Mm-hmm. He, he just kind of bypasses the circumstance. Right. You say, well, Lord, you didn't say anything about my circumstance. Mm-hmm. And God was trying to say to us, you know, I can take care of your circumstance. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to talk about who you are. Right. Now, in, see, in when the eyes. enemy comes and attacks right. people, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Pauline, he, he will come and attack people. And the people will say this to me, Pastor, the devil's mad because, you know, I'm I'm participating in the outreach or I'm helping you in children's church or I'm doing such and such. And the devil's mad. I don't believe that the enemy attacks us just because he's mad. I believe the enemy attacks who we are to keep us from understanding who we are and entering into the identity Amen. that God has for us. Amen. If you, re- if you remember the children of Israel. They could not enter into the promised land because they were carrying the identity of slaves. Yes. Yes. They saw the grasshopper. They said, we're grasshoppers in the right, sight right. of these giants. Right. We're, we're small. They're large. Right. Right. And right. so it took, it took a wilderness to deal with their identity. Amen. So the enemy attacks our identity. Mm-hmm. 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 And, you know, and I remember, you know, when, when I had my first radio show with you and Beth years ago, it's, it's hard to believe how, the, my gosh, how the years have gone by. And, and, right. and you and Beth, you know, it's amazing how God would use his voice to speak through his people. He does it all the time. And, and the, the last thing that you and Beth said to me before you all got in the car to leave, you said, God is going to bring restoration and vindication. That's what you said. Amen. And today, today, we're walking in restoration. Oh, my Father in heaven. Re- restoration and, and and God is vindicating and placing us in the place that he called us to be in yes and and I and I well, appreciate for that that word from from the both of you well let me say this not only does God vindicate you but then God validates you yes he does there's vindication and with vindication comes validation amen when God validates you it means he puts a seal on you that people can see they appreciate it. Here's what the Bible says. A man's gift makes room for him before great men. Amen. Your gift will make room for you. And when people, and listen, I've been through this. I have 30, more than 30 years of ministry. I've pastored four churches of all different sizes and different shapes and different personalities. And through the years, people have rejected my gift. Through the years, people have rejected the gift that God sent to them. But when they do, your gift will make room for you. And what God does is he not only vindicates you, but he validates you. And your gift makes room for you. And those who didn't value your gift, they miss what God wanted to do in that gift. Mm. You see, God brings us in, and we're back to relationship again. Not only do we have a relationship with God, but we have a relationship with one another. Mm -hmm. And when God calls us into a region, he calls us into a ministry, he calls us into a place. There's something that mutually God wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's not just about you use it. See, here's where we miss it. We try to use the gifting that people have for our own gain. Mm-hmm. 
God help pastors and leaders who use the gifting that God places in their churches for their own gain. Mm. That's selfish, mm. and that's 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 totally in opposition to what the gospel teaches. Mm-hmm. There's a mutual thing that should benefit. Mm-hmm. And if and if and if something some reason I'm not doing that, I'm prostituting the gifts. I'm using them for gain. What what what's happened? I've cut off the flow of what God wanted to do through that relationship. And I won't realize the blessing that could have come through that. Amen. But here's what God does. God will take and move us to another place yes. Yes. <laughs> and put us among people yes. who recognize our That's gift. Right. See, you're just beginning. The best is yet to come for Holy Spirit refreshing. The best is yet to come mm-hmm. for Dr. Pauline Hughes. Thank you. This is just a new beginning. It's a new day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're making me speeches here. I can't talk. <laughs> Well, God is so good. Yes, he is. And and ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of Dr. Terry uh, Bailey, and he will be at the Holy Spirit Refreshing. You know, um, the thing I love about Dr. Bailey is that he is such a great teacher in the spirit, and he makes it plain. He wrote a book called 21 Days of Transformation, and that book is a, well, really is a Bible study, but I read it as a book. But it's a book that would change and transform your life according to the relationship of the Holy Spirit that lives in you. And when you ask Jesus Christ to come into your life, immediately the Holy Spirit came in you. He's in you. And this book will train you and teach you and give you knowledge on how to activate the very one that lives in you so that he can release, so he can release truth and the plan of God for your life. Dr. Bailey, we have three minutes. Let's talk about this book. You also have it in Spanish now. so And this book will be available at the conference. Please, Dr. Bailey. Yes, I'll have both English and Spanish. And those people who don't speak Spanish, but perhaps they know someone who speaks Spanish and they'd like to bless them, they can get a copy of the book there at the conference. It, it's a 21-day study. It says devotional, but it's really not a devotional. It's a study of the person and the work of the Holy Spirit, who he is, what he does, and how he works in our life. And I need to get busy and write a sequel to it. I've got a lot of notes and a lot of things, but I just haven't taken the time to really sit down and do it. And I really need to do that. Mm-hmm. But. 21 days can transform your life, not mm-hmm. because you read my book, but mm-hmm. because you get introduced right. to the very one who alone has the right. ability right. and the power to transform your life. And that's the Holy Spirit. Right. From the day I read that book, um, I called Dr. Bailey and I said, this book is the number one seller. That's what I said. And everywhere I travel, you know, if you invite me to come to your church, I'm going to have a box of those books with me because those books, that book uh, um, illuminates what I come to teach. You know, I, I believe that God has called me to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, um, I, he's strong on me. And in special, when I get into praise and worship, he's strong on me. And I even told my team last night, I said, now y'all help me next Saturday because, you know, I get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So those of you that may be looking for a church in the Greenwood area, I mean, you know, you don't have to be living in Greenwood. You could be living in McCormick, and you're looking for a church, uh, a good, strong word-based church. Dr. Bailey, please introduce your church to us, please. Well, I pastor the South Greenwood Pentecostal Holiness Church. It's a church that's been around for 102 years, and we call it South Greenwood 2.0. We're believing that the best is yet to come. We've entered into our second century of ministry, and it's a spirit-filled church. We love people. We have an outreach that's going tomorrow at 11 a.m. We're going to have a big egg hunt. We've been passing out flyers all through our community. Uh, I was out yesterday working the streets Mm -hmm. and on Tuesday as well. And we're just believing for a great Easter weekend this weekend. Our service will be at 1030 on Sunday. 
they can go to the, my website, terrybailey.org, or they can go to sgphc.org and find out all about us. Amen. So you don't want to miss that event. Dr. Bailey, I just want you to know that Ronnie and I, we, we love you so much. And we praise God for how you and Beth have imparted into our life, the way you pray for us, the way you lift us up, and, and, and all the things that, that you do behind the scenes for us that, that I don't even see. And so I praise God for the both of you. God bless you so much. Well, thank you so much. We love and appreciate you. And we're excited about next weekend. Yes, we are. And, and and listeners, please, you know, have someone to listen to the radio show next Friday. We're going to have the, the full praise and worship team here next week. And we're going to be talking about the worship and the power and the glory that, that you're going to experience. The Holy Spirit Refreshing. Go to my website, HolySpiritRefreshing.com. You don't want to miss this conference. It's amazing, Dr. Bailey. People say, oh, did I miss the conference? When's the next one this year? There is not another one this year in this area. <laughs> so, well, so, people so if you don't realize it. Is you'll start the day after planning for the next year and working and we talk about it all year long and pray about it and plan for it all year long and it seems like it just comes very quickly yes. it's just yesterday we were having last year's conference yes 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 hallelujah dr bailey let's pray for our listeners for this resurrection weekend that they will see god in a new light and and enter into the vision that he has bestowed upon them before when they were just of substance in his hands please sir sure Father, we thank you, and we love you, and we honor you, and we come in the name that's above every other name, that matchless name, the name of Jesus. And we pray that people this weekend across this planet, those listening across the CSRA, those listening on the Internet in other cities, those, Lord, who who are being impacted by the words that you are speaking through us today, Mm -hmm. that they would experience the power of your resurrection. The Apostle Paul prayed this, and this is my prayer, that I may know him in the fellowship of his sufferings, and in the power of his resurrection. May they experience all that you are in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Dr. Bailey. Those of you that are listening, you just heard the voice of Dr. Terry Bailey, the author of 21 Days of Transformation. Dr. Bailey, bless you and have a beautiful resurrection weekend. Yeah, happy Easter to you. God bless you. Thank you, bless you. Dr. Pauline Hughes, Spiritual Mind, Spiritual You.